0: What do we mean by science? In which case we have to put on sale the question of the scientific. Given that what has been canonized as the Western canon, or as science, core science, was a long process of translation. Translation of Chinese knowledge into Western knowledge. Translation of Arabic ideas into Western ideas. Translation of Egyptian ideas into Roman ideas, into Greek ideas, into Islamic ideas, into the Western canon. Direct translations of uh, African ideas too, straight through colonialism and slavery into Western knowledge. So (laughs) at that point, it becomes rather silly to imagine that there is one part of the world that produces knowledge. Every other part of the world produces uh, fantasy and fiction.
1: This is the Decolonization in Action podcast.
2: My name is Christina Comer.
1: And my name is Edna Bonhomme. In season one of this podcast, we brought together activists, historians, and artists who highlighted the history and legacies of colonialism. What they examined is how decoloniality is put into practice and how their research and comedic labor protects, repairs, restores, and builds community. For our contributors, putting decolonization into action is an ongoing struggle for intersectional justice and self-determination in order to transcend colonial violence. For many of our guests, decolonization is not merely an apology, but a serious investment in reparations.
2: We started the podcast by reflecting on what decolonality means and what decolonial work looks like in the context of Berlin, where Edna and I are currently based, while also expanding our geographical compass, beyond Europe to Brazil, Sudan, South Africa, Zimbabwe, the Philippines, and Nigeria. In doing so, we focused on how European imperial conquests has shaped Berlin itself, from Germany's colonial involvement on the African continent and the rise of the German far right. Despite varying levels of xenophobia and discriminatory policies in Germany, people of color are actively creating spaces for social justice, scientific inquiry, creative production, and climate justice.
1: In order to understand and activate decoloniality, context is everything. And during season one, we move the discussion towards restoring histories, talking specifically about activist work and the intellectual contributions of leftists of color during a conversation with Wendy Muse in episode three. We also interrogated Sudanese expertise with Dr. Alden Young in episode five. We understand that heritage and memory is constantly being contested in post-apartheid South Africa and had a discussion with Dr. Dwayne Jethro where he described this phenomenon in episode eight.
3: The strength of cultural histories lies in being able to pull up some of these voices to resensitize us to cultural worlds and and spaces of blackness. And in that sense, my book contributes towards a resensitizing of cultural history in South Africa, putting on the table that the sensory life of Black South Africans in particular, under some circumstances, are valid and meaningful spaces for interrogating and observing where the past is actually being contested.
2: With the importance of context driving our discussions, we evaluated knowledge itself and how decolonizing epistemology is needed in order to dismantle the knowledge regimes of today established during the imperialism of the Enlightenment, as we discussed with Kate Cheka in episode 9, we talked about African scientific knowledge and African genius with Dr. Chakanitsa Mavunga, as well as indigenous knowledges and healing practices in Brazil with Dr. Luisa Prado in episode 2. With Kiel Ramos Suarez, We discussed colonial medicalization and forms of resistance in the Philippines in
3: episode 4. When you take a look at historiography of medicine, historiography of colonial medicine in the Philippines, you can see that many historians and scholars have argued that this particular period was the time when the shift of imperial powers from Spain to the U.S., They were not just focused on the imperial warfare, so to speak. They are also tied to the epidemiological battle during that time because at the time, diseases swept the colony. They were preoccupied with how to fight against the diseases of cholera, leprosy, tuberculosis, malaria, etc. So at the time when all of these diseases and and epidemics swept the, the colonial Philippines, the response of the American imperial government was to institutionalize public health. And historians have termed this, this phenomenon
1: as colonial medicalization. In addition to history and knowledge production, we also focused on land by discussing how European colonialism and racial capitalism contributed to the climate crisis, as we discussed with Rebecca Abena Kennedy Asante and Antoinette Yatonde Oni in Episode 7. Which brings us to the final episode of the season, featuring a guest host, Dr. Smugan Savanesan, which focuses on the social summit at COP25 and activism led by Black, Indigenous, and other people of color from the Global South and the Global North.
3: My name is Vanessa Nakate. I'm a climate activist from Uganda. I have been striking for 49 weeks now to demand for climate action from my government leaders and from the world leaders. Recently I started a strike mainly to save the Congo rainforest and it has been going on for 51 days now in a row. In Uganda we've had crazy rainfall for two months now whereby each day it rains, we expect people to die, we expect homes to be destroyed. So many people have lost their lives in this period where it has been raining so heavily many farms have been destroyed As we know, Uganda basically relies on agriculture. So if the farms are destroyed, many people are left with no food and many people are left with no hope for the future. So that is what is happening in Uganda right now. The most uh, dangerous thing about it is that people don't know that this is as a result of the climate crisis, as we are not taught in schools that climate uh, change is a reality. So many people are ignorant about the situation, hence they don't even know what to do about it. And the government leaders are silent about it. They can't explain to the people that this is a result of the climate crisis, maybe because they fear that uh, the people will demand for action. But the good thing we are here, we the activists, and we are demanding for action and trying to teach and create awareness in the public.
0: Gas, petroleum, the no chão. Gas, petroleum, the no chão.
2: Gas, petroleum,
3: Okay, my name is Nicole Oliveira. I am from Brazil and I'm director of Let- 315 Latin America. We are here to um, ask for our countries and our region, Latin America and Africa, to be decolonized. We are being recolonized energetically by companies, European companies, that are investing in oil, uh, coal and gas blocks in Brazil and in Latin America. So there has been an uh, oil leak of more than 10,000 tons that reach the whole Brazilian shore from northeast all the way to south. And we are here to call attention to the press and to the world about this oil leak and to say that we need to leave it in the ground.
2: We look forward to continuing these conversations in Season 2. This is Christina Comer. And this is Edna
1: and I want to thank the Max Planck Institute for the history of science and all of our guests on Decolonization Action as well as many of those who have supported us after we launched a podcast. Thank you for joining us on this journey.